You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. It's R-A-D-S-A! Just the good stuff, baby. Tyler, you have a haircut. This is for the listeners at home. Oh, yes, everybody. I have a haircut. I just want to, I want to point this out. I have a question for you. How long sure. did the haircut take? Maybe 30, 40 minutes. Okay, that's fair. Do you ever feel cheated when it takes like 10? <laughs> uh, see, well, it depends. I mean, it, it, it's got to be a quality haircut. You know, if, if they can get it done in 10 and it looks good, then it's, it's like kind of like Lyft to me. When I take Lyft and Uber... If they just get me there, they don't talk to me. They don't look me look at me or anything like that. They just take me from point A to point B, drop me off, say have a good day, have the air conditioning on. They get a huge tip. If they start talking to me, you know. No tip. <laughs> no, no tip. I still tip, of course. I don't tip right? if they talk. <laughs> That's how this works. Don't rate them. <laughs> they say hello. I go, demerit one. <laughs> yeah, that's a star. I, I hand them a yellow card. <laughs> No, I don't think much. I don't think truly anything can get done and clip, clipped in ten minutes. I don't think a dog can get clipped in ten minutes. I, I've sat down. They've done like the, the the snippers. They've done like the buzz thing. I'm like, all right, see ya. And I was just like, I mean, I guess it looks good, but like <laughs> something's off. I feel. Why does this guy get a full half hour of sitting on a big leather chair? <laughs> he didn't even put the cape on me, guys. You just you put me on a stool. <laughs> You took the buzzer to my head for a couple seconds, and you said goodbye. You just blew on my neck. <laughs> here's here's a question. I noticed this the last time I got my hair cut, and I've, I've recognized that I felt this way before. Have you ever gotten, like, halfway through a haircut, and you're like, damn, this looks pretty good. But you don't want to say anything, and they just keep going and finish, you know, finish the haircut? Like, go too far, or, like, just... No, just, like, it gets to a point where you're like, oh, damn this is good are they done and then they keep going and it like gets shorter and shorter and shorter yeah yeah so it gets kind I, of the I, opposite of what you just said i've, I've had that <laughs> i've had been like can i get like the sides kind of pretty tight and like the top you know neatened up and she just buzzed the top and i was like nope <laughs> not it <laughs> not, not. i mean i think to what tyler was saying like Sometimes I think they do that so that it grows in, and then that's the style you want, like, after a couple days or a week or two. I think some hairstylists do that, but... That's assuming I have the foresight to get a haircut several on days time, like, to, oh. a, to a week before my event and not the day of. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, we're about to do a live show at Dragon Con. I'm going to look like Baby Hair Tyler. <laughs> Just baby the one curl Tyler. in, like, the middle of your head. <laughs> the boss baby. <laughs> At least uh, Sean would really like that haircut. Oh, we should probably address this. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> uh, what do we say? Did he say, die again? What, what happened? I don't know. I can't, I, I can't say he's stuck in Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's too soon. Biden couldn't get him out. <laughs> no, Biden Sean, sent him there. <laughs> Sean's, Sean's in the hospital because Major Biden bit him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, Sean's in the hospital because, uh, yeah, the president's dog uh, bit him every day for the past week. The <laughs> good news is, though, they were spot. able to save all of his fingertips. So <laughs> it's going to be A-OK. 
Yubi Yubi. <laughs> says Major Biden. We'll get to that later. Uh, this is episode 170 of Radish. If you're just joining us, go listen to the first 169 and then get caught up and listen to this one. Yeah, it would uh, make sense. Yeah, they There's are. A lot this of is more. a serial. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just, you can't you're not just wrong, which is the sad part. None of it's good lore, but there is a lot of lore in these past episodes. It's very You gotta go dense. listen to. You gotta go read the manga first. You gotta read the source, the one off that we did. Uh, you can there's... skip the light novel after like 144, but you're gonna wanna come back to it around like the 162, 163. The light novels caught up to us at one point and kind of did their own thing on the side as filler. <laughs> yeah, they had so filler. Those canon. <laughs> anyway. I was really handsome in those. I wish they would have <laughs> kept those canon. Um, that, that was peak baby hair. Yeah, that was uh, peak baby hair, Tyler. Also, our our manga isn't on Shonen Jump, so you gotta catch it on one of those other sites that was fan translated. None of yeah. this. It's all approximate. It's all approximate it, because it had to go from English to Japanese back to English. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean's really name is Paul experience. for some reason. <laughs> Mr. Netflix is a mustache. I don't know. That, that seemed weird. Yeah, they kind of uh, threw that in. I don't know which uh, which translation team did that. That was strange. <laughs> that, was, that was official. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm Will. I'm Will. Um, Elephant Far. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very busy this week. I've waked up at six. It's I've, I've worked on costumes all day. Here's a podcast. <laughs> I'm excited to see your costumes, though. Me too. Uh, I'm Tyler Fastball the Way Mink. I feel like I've said that before, but that's... You have a couple times. That's Because it was vibe. Sean's favorite song as a child. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it, was Paul, it was Paul's favorite song as Paul. a child. Who is the most popular now, Paul? <laughs> um, and I'm yeah, Mal's now... here. Yeah, Mal's here. <laughs> I don't have... Any fun Sean puns prepared for my name? Um, sorry. Paul puns. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Paul Punyon in the. <laughs> you're, you're you're obviously a very a very close friend of ours, Mal. But we should do an official introduction. Mal is the host okay. of uh, Ham Radio, Ham Taro yes. Watch Along Podcast. New episode out now with a uh, special guest. Um, Tara. Of small data. Cara, that's right, from small data. Small data. Small data, small data. We gotta talk to Gary. We have um, to talk to Gary. I think it's small. It is S-M-O-L. So. Gotcha. Um, also. A single, a single small data. Yeah, single small. <laughs> a small datum. <laughs> a bite. Also, new, newly minted as one of the big cheeses for Indiesaurus. Uh, yes. We have desperately needed Mal's help, and now we are infinitely better because of it. So thank you for hopping on... Uh, <laughs> Hopping on radish since Paul uh, was bitten by a dog. Yeah, bitten by a dog. <laughs> the first dog. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could uh, fill in in Paul's time of need and take over. But um, does, yeah. does does Major Biden have a dog secret service? No, <laughs> he keeps getting like... rid of them. He keeps biting them. No, That's I mean the like. Problem. No, not not human secret service for a dog. I mean oh, dog secret dog. service. <laughs> Well, a, dog ready to, a dog ready to jump in front of a bullet. <laughs> Walter is still at your parents' house, so no, he does not have his little guard dog. 
Would you take a, would you take a bullet for the president's dog, Walter? <laughs> the way he looked away, I was like, mm. Walter. He's not at liberty <laughs> to discuss this on record. <laughs> you took a, a sworn oath. Uh, he raised his paw over a Bible. Uh, is a is a dog Bible pun soon? Uh, <laughs> I I didn't I didn't write this joke. I heard a, uh, a comedian at land tell this joke. He said that dogs can't read the Bible because all the words that God said are in red. <laughs> uh, that's clever. That's so that's classic. Clever. That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. So some some stuff happened this weekend. Here's the good news. For uh, for this week, good news. Uh, number one, an eighty-pound cougar is removed from a New York City apartment. Her name was Samantha. <laughs> um, the next one. <laughs> next good. Sorry, that's all. Unless anyone, unless anyone can top that. <laughs> no. The uh, the cougar was uh, was quoted as saying, "Heavens to Megatroid." <laughs> <laughs> a panther better be female. <laughs> uh, a call to action here. Uh, there's a petition to make Yu-Gi-Oh an Olympic sport. Yes, and uh, this is, I guess, Yu-Gi-Oh dual monsters, not just the Yu-Gi-Oh manga in general. <laughs> The yeah, you get dual monsters is the scientist name, um, <laughs> yes. the trading card game, and it, it's hit eleven thousand signatures so far, which yes. seems low, but also seems high for Olympic petition. <laughs> so I'm not really sure where this lies. Yeah, how many signatures do they need? If it's just like twenty five, I mean they're they're getting there pretty fast. I think. But I feel the, like the Olympics are their could, own thing. It's not like they're a government organization. They don't have to listen to this. <laughs> Let's be real. Here. To us, the people. <laughs> I would love to see Yu-Gi-Oh! in the Olympics, though. Like, I'd watch that. You know some country that no one expects would be a dark horse. Yeah. <laughs> Montenegro. A, a, a dark horse white dragon at Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> uh... We don't even I ship mean... the cards over there. How'd they get that? <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! requires a lot of skills. You gotta be able to, like, stare into a bright, bright light, I guess. I don't really know how... You get to wear a cool watch? You oh, yeah, cool, you get that watch thing. A dual disc. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you get a dual disc, you get to wear a lot of belts, and I, I think it's overall. I'd bring my deck full of pot of greeds. <laughs> <laughs> Beaver warrior. <laughs> yeah, mine would just have all those cute animals. Um, all like the cute, stupid creatures that do like nothing. That would be my deck. How would you win gold? We have to be thinking here. <laughs> I just want to um, just want to participate. I don't need to win gold. Who's and then the, they're going to make a Disney Channel original movie about me and my plucky attitude with the Yu-Gi-Oh! Olympics. <laughs> th- th- this is true. This will happen. <laughs> Mystical Elf is the hot card. Ah, thank you. I'll reference that later. Yeah, just... <laughs> Noted. I had to pull up, I had to pull up this, this ingrained core memory from my childhood. <laughs> so, there's there's precedence being set here. Uh, they've been talking about bringing chess to the Olympics for a while. Um, and then also, of course, the, the topic of esports has uh, has come up to, uh, you know, be brought to the Olympics. Um, because, like, like football and baseball, 
uh, they're they're looking to kind of draw a younger audience. So why not Yu-Gi-Oh? Hasn't baseball been in the Olympics before? Well, I'm so, uh, so base like MLB is trying to appeal to a younger audience, just oh, as I the Olympics are trying. Yeah, they're not bringing in baseball. Um, well, Olympics well, why not? are Olympics... baseball taking a weird weird route though. They're they're trying to introduce sports betting into the Olympic or into uh, MLB to attract younger folk. I bet Pete Rose is very happy about that. <laughs> the man who was kicked out of baseball for gambling. So... <laughs> just so it now, becomes see, a tenant of sport. Yeah, it's officially sanctioned baseball gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's not in the Hall of Fame because of it. <laughs> Maybe retroactively they'd add him back in. Yeah, you were you were pretty good. We decided, yeah, that's fine. The Olympics are all made up. They they can decide what games I mean, like they can just say no one year and be like, Hey, no one liked backgammon last year. We're not gonna do it again. <laughs> they do Olympic I would be... walking. I would be so good at Olympic backgammon. I'm just letting you guys know. No, I would. I would beg to be on the team. I could no one's ever played world. backgammon. I've never seen it happen. What? It's a really? money laundering scheme. I've never seen someone play backgammon. I've I've tried to learn the rules, failed miserably, ended up crying. <laughs> now it's like shit. My show and tell oh is backgammon. <laughs> oh, I gotta scratch it off. Wait, that's funny because like. That was, like, the one game, like, me and my mom, my sister, aunt and cousin, that's, like, what we would do on a Friday night. We would have pizza and play backgammon. During hurricanes, only backgammon. We had other games. We had cards. (laughs) We played backgammon. (laughs) It's one of those things, like, the the more you say it, the less of a word it becomes. Backgammon. (laughs) I said backgammon earlier. I was like, that's (laughs) not right. Batgammon. There's too many hard consonants in that. Backgammon? <laughs> that can't be. I think I joined the Olympic Uno team. I'm I'm a killer mm. at Uno. And it comes through with your Xbox. I would do Yu-Gi-Oh. I would make sure my... Because like the Olympics, there's like a, a uniform, right? For the different yeah. sports. Like Olympic... Oh, Ralph like Lauren skate. makes them. Really? <laughs> yeah. N- not even kidding. Um, for, for America or for everyone? No, just for America. Okay, cool. Uh, good. Um, <laughs> I I would want my my Olympic Yu-Gi-Oh costume to have like a very halt, very top uh, high collar. Yeah, and like, you have to have like the long tails. Like, yeah, the long tailed lab mm-hmm. coat. Yeah, you, you got to look like Kaiba. You got to come in on a helicopter. <laughs> this is so true. Uh, so yeah, sign take... the petition. Yeah. Oh yeah, sign the petition. Can I take this next news story though? I was hoping you would. Okay, this is my favorite news story from this past week. Good news, questionable. Funny news, <laughs> definitely. I saw this on TikTok. Uh, it was shared on uh, all the other socials pretty much the next day. It's popped up. And Will, you sent it to our group chat. Um, it's the tale of Shitty Boy. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and read the tale of Shitty Boy because uh, it's just a dude staring into his camera. Uh, typed out the story of of uh, probably the lowest point in his life. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and of anyone's a, life. <laughs> yeah, like... really, it was it was one of the low points of my life reading it. Um, so now <laughs> let me go ahead and uh, I'll recite it for everyone here. So it goes: I I walked in on my ex getting her cheeks clapped. So I tried to fight the guy. He ended up beating my ass so bad I shitted on myself. <laughs> and as he was leaving, he told her. Text me after you clean shitty boy up. They married with two kids now. 
A true they love probably story. Got, they got married later that night, probably. Like that's... <laughs> One, why would you admit this? The guy who beat him up was ordained and was like, that's it. You guys have to be married now. That's a, if that happened to me, it would. I would. First of all, I'd kill myself that night. But it would. It would. It would go to the grave with me. <laughs> oh, this. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. This, I, I don't think there's anything I really can add to this. I mean, it's the story just speaks for itself. And now his children are the ch- like. They will grow up like, oh wow, your dad's shitty boy. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful legacy to leave for your children. Well, his wife's kids. Oh, yeah. his wife's kids. Shit, yeah. shitty, shitty boy didn't oh. end up. Uh, oh, oh my gosh! Okay, good. <laughs> how was how that TikTok not recorded from a bridge? <laughs> I, oh I commend I commend him being brave enough to share that. That's one of those things you read like a like a tweet, and it's just like it has like the worst thing you've ever read, and you're like, "Why did you tell people this? Like this is this is ammo. This is a society that I can use against you now." This is, Superman is walking around handing out kryptonite. That's true. It's just here, just in case. What a power move if he did though. Just hand out kryptonite to people, like yeah, you try and stop me with this. What a power move. No, because they could stop him. <laughs> well established. I, just like the he, he texts me later is is such a powerful thing to yell over a presumably crying man being consoled by his wife. <laughs> you clean up, shitty boy. Oh man. <laughs> there's so much to unpack with this. It really is. Poor bastard. Well, there's so much to unpack, and yet, and yet, it's it's all out there. I don't think there is anything yeah. else to unpack, no. and that's the problem. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, all the replies just like, <laughs> no one in the world could have gotten this out of me. <laughs> it's true. I would have. I have a cyanide tooth just for this sort of thing. <laughs> what if? Okay. Okay, well, what if... Oh, no, he is a government, like, guinea pig, and they injected him with who the fuck knows what. And he just... He could not lie for 24 hours, and he just had to get his story out there. MKL for two. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we're gonna get a, a second season of Wormwood, and it's gonna be about this man. <laughs> Wormwood season two, shitty boy. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. What a good uh, name. Just, it's so good. Is it? Yeah, is it? I don't think you can think of a better name. No, yeah, it's it's perfect. No notes. <laughs> That's no. it. That's all. You have you have permission to use that next time one of your friends has an accident. <laughs> <laughs> change change your name in their in their phone, maybe on their birth certificate forever. <laughs> Put it on their social security card so it's really a bastard to change. Start signing him up for mail under that name. <laughs> that would be funny as hell. Sign him up for Nat Geo. <laughs> Zoobucks. <laughs> Zoobucks. <laughs> all right. Um, R.I.P. to that guy. <laughs> Shout out hope, to Shitty Boy. I hope he found a therapist. <laughs> Maybe that's what led him to sharing his story. 
I Someone told, told him the it would be healing. And not TikTok. <laughs> if, if his therapist convinced him to post that on TikTok, find another therapist. Take away their accreditation. It's a HIPAA violation to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what what have y'all been into this week? Um, I'll, I'll go. Can we, can uh, we phrase it like that? I feel like we're biting into, into its thunder. Biting into uh, their thunder. But uh, <laughs> stealing their thunder, biting into their turf. That's what a lot right. Wait, wait, what should we rephrase it as? I, I said, what are you guys into this week? Oh, but that's kind of their thing. Yeah, so we phrase it like I don't know. What's some what's some good stuff from this week? How's that? Is that better? Yeah, yeah. And do it and do it blink twice if that's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay. I I brought something that uh, no one has been into at least since 2010, and um, and uh, you know it, it's honestly probably not good stuff either. Uh, I'm bringing an entirely new segment to Radish. We've uh, we've done some segments in the past before. We do the Radish Tournament of Champions. Just had the cryptozoological one. Shout out to Skunk Ape. Um, we had the we had the funny pages one. We had the funny pages one as well. Uh, we also did the Radish. Oh shoot, what is it? The Radish Award of, of Excellence. What, oh, Hall of Fame. Radish Hall of Fame. Uh, now I'm introducing a new segment called Radish Profiles, where I'm going to bring uh, someone brings in a person. To take a deep dive into uh, to kind of see where they're at uh, in life. Radish right profiles. Now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we <laughs> we take we, we take one look at you and decide. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we covered this in the last episode. I was watching my favorite television show, Ridiculousness, uh, the other day, and they had Red Foo on the episode, and this was height like 2010. LMFAO, like they had Red Foo on. He did like his little shuffle and all that. And I was like, Untouchable. Damn. Yeah, untouchable <laughs> at that point in time. Uh, and what we're about to see, there's there's two points in time where he was untouchable. Um, but he was touched. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you're you're editing this one, so you yeah. can decide if that saves or not. <laughs> so, uh,. <laughs> I've dug myself uh, a deep enough hole here. Why don't we just jump right in? So uh, a little, a little background. A little. We we know a lot about uh, Red Foo's early career, uh, but Red Foo stage name. His real name is Stephen Gordy. Honestly, pretty good name. I would have stuck with St- uh, Stephen Gordy. Uh, well, isn't he's a he related to Barry Gordy? Baron Gordy? Barry Gordy? The yes. The, yeah. Yeah. So fun fact: Red Foo is actually the son of Green Foo. No, I'm just kidding. He's the son of uh, Barry Gordy Jr., the founder of Motown. So yeah. if you're wondering <laughs> how he got his start, um, uh, obviously best known for being in uh, the group LMFAO with his nephew, Sky Blue. Uh, fun fact number two, Red Foo went to middle school with Will I Am. So Will Ooh. I Am and his dad uh, is what really got him his start. Will I Am the- walked up to Jimmy Iovine at uh, um, Interscope and was like, dude, you have to hear this guy and his nephew. And uh, that's how LMFAO got their start. This is before Will I Am was a QR code. Yes, <laughs> this, like this was middle school. Become... Will I Am walked up to yeah. middle school Jimmy Iovine and said, "And middle school Interscope." Um, they released their first album, 2009. Party Rock had uh, "I'm in Miami, Bitch" and uh, "Shots," classic songs. Um, I mainly knew them for their uh, was a 2010 album. Sorry for party rocking. Had the song Party Rock Anthem. Sexy and I know it. Uh, it was a fucking vibe. I mean, Mal. 
were you were y'all listening in Southern Florida, right? Oh. I mean, Party Rock Anthem, I'm sure was. Party Rock Anthem, absolutely. But even I'm in Miami, bitch. Like after that song came out, that's what every T-shirt like uh. from like North Beach down. Anyone from like 71st Street and Collins all the way down to South Point, like they were in tank tops that were like bright cyan, and they said, "I'm in Miami," and it was like, "Bitch," but it would be like leaped out or trick uh, so you, then so you don't was know one what saying yeah <laughs> Could it, be le- it left something to the imagination <laughs> the b asterisk tch it was very clever um we <laughs> Box. but ab- absolute bangers <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i you, mean you've you've discredited their first album which has shots the yeah no i said i said it's got shots it had yeah. uh um what else did it have? Like, the, the, you're talking about their second album more. Their first album was a landmark. It was in Tap Tap Revolution. That's, uh, that's where, right. It was a Tap Tap Revolution. That's where I knew it from. Well, I, I think the second album, I think, rang more true for me. That was like senior prom. That was when I like got my own car, had mixed CDs in the car, listening to that. And I got the magic in me with uh, what's his name? It, uh, with B.O.B. B.O.B. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to that. You're listening to the airplanes with (laughs) BOP. Airplanes probably on there. Uh, Day and night, Kid Cudi. Oh man, I a classic. We're we're making this playlist. It's (laughs) we are. Geez, yeah. High school prom playlist. Let's go. Specifically, 2011. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So after one year of two number one hits, they played the Super Bowl with Madonna and Left Shark. When the world needed them year? most. Really? Yeah. When the world needed them most, they vanished. But from the day I first met them, I believed LMFAO would save the world. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so when they broke up, Red Foo <laughs> Red Foo pretty much uh said, you know, things kinda we drifted apart. Uh he said we've become How do you a drift parody. Apart if you're an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> What's Christmas said, like? They said we've become a parody of ourselves, which how? Um, and they just weren't feeling it anymore. Red Foo released a solo album a year later, didn't even <laughs> chart. Um, so he Beth. took the logical next step, and he became a judge on Australia's X Factor, uh, which worked does. out for him. It worked out for him because he became Australia famous. All of his singles after that became like number one in Australia. He started dating pro tennis player Victoria Azarenka. He tried to play in a bunch of tournaments himself. The first big one he ever got into, he was eliminated immediately. Just just went in and just lost. Um, he was on top of the world. He was the king of Australia. Then uh, he released a song with Lil, Lil John and a few other artists, which was the worst song that was ever released. It was a song about pressuring girls at parties, and everyone was like, why was this made? Um, so immediately he's 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 off of X Factor after this song drops. Um, he tried to save face by releasing a single called Juicy Wiggle. Uh, didn't help. Gotta say, didn't help. He was shamed out of Australia. I, he was he was in the lab like, oh, this this will show him. Juicy Wiggle, <laughs> Juicy Wiggle. Um, didn't work. He flew back to America in shame. Um. He competed on a season of Dancing with the Stars, eliminated first episode. So things things not looking good for Red Foo. He was on top of the world, crashed. On top of the Australian world, crashed. Which is um, the bottom of the rest of the world. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> he he hit rock um, bottom and then was already at Australia. 
And they kept going. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, while I'm here. So <laughs> since then, Red Fu, he has a YouTube channel now. Uh, he's released a few other albums. None have done that great. Um, and, and that was that until Sky Blue comes out and has some news for us in a very long Facebook post. Uh, apparently, they didn't just drift apart. Sky Blue suffered an incredible back injury before one of their last shows. And Red Foo was just like, sorry, I gotta keep going. LMFAO's gotta live. <gasps> and just left him in the dirt. So Sky Blue comes out a few years ago and he's saying all this on Facebook. Um, and then he's also saying, you never came and visited me in the hospital. And now Red Foo's coming after him for every royalty uh, on his LMFAO uh, portions of tracks. So Red Foo, not fantastic. Um, Sky Blue, shout out to, Yeah, shout out to Sky Blue. I think this goes a little bit deeper than that. I don't know if he was injured at a concert. I think this was a government psyop. And I have evidence of, of why this is a government psyop, on why Sky Blue was, was hurt. So, in 2010, Sky Blue was on a flight from the Vancouver Olympics to Los Angeles. He refused to bring his seat up from a reclining to a straight up for takeoff. And the man behind him was getting very agitated. And that man was none other than the Republican presidential candidate of the time, Mitt Romney. And it got physical. Not even kidding. Mitt Romney and Sky Blue got into a physical altercation in the first class of an airplane from the Vancouver Olympics to Los Angeles. Then the Canadian police got on board. They wrestled Sky Blue off. Sky Blue said he just went to jail. Mitt Romney dropped all charges. I think something happened. They broke his back or something. That's that's my this conspiracy. Is, this theory. is true. This is true. This Mitt, is on CBS News. Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney split up LMFAO by having thanks asshole Sky Blue injured. So that's oh where the profiles. It turned into a conspiracy about the government hurting Sky Blue, but it always does. Well, people true. need to know. The people need to know. Um. Okay, because it feels like it feels like you just kept spinning a wheel that had different like what happened next things on it. And, Mad, and, Mad Libs and was then, and then, I need a proper noun, Mitt Romney. <laughs> Place you hate to be stuck, airplane. Like <laughs> it. It actually happened. It's it's the second funniest fight behind um, Rand Paul and his neighbor. I think it's Rand Paul oh, that's, versus that's the his neighbor. Then it's Mitt Romney Fight. versus Sky Blue of LMFAO in the first class of the, of the Vancouver Olympics. The Rand Paul one's great because he had oh noise canceling headphones on. <laughs> and his, his neighbor came in, I'm like Jason Momoa in that one meme. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about LMFAO is their first album is called Party Rock. Their second uh -huh. album is called Sorry for Party Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stopped. Yeah, they were sorry. They stopped. Their second yeah. album's like a notes app apology. Just like we're sorry. <laughs> Listen, we know that great. thing we did was this maybe the not most... the best. <laughs> sorry, I fought Mitt Romney on that airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't write a song about fighting Mitt Romney on an airplane. <laughs> they should have, honestly. Sky Blue would have sovereignty in the air. Didn't what's her name? Um, uh, friend of show, 
uh, played Tina Turnblad, does all of the cameos in the dark. Uh, um, what's her name? Nikki Blonsky. Nikki Blonsky. Also got in a fight in an airport, this time in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, Man, airport, of all the things Nikki that could Blonsky, happen. Airport brawl left me destroyed. <laughs> I'm, I'm of all the things that could go wrong in an airplane. I never once considered oh, like man. getting into a fight with someone on an airplane, mm-hmm. and now I'm terrified of flying. Nevertheless, I, the Republican uh, presidential I'm, I'm candidate, a candidate. Well, yeah. Nikki Blonsky also fought Mitt Romney. Everyone <laughs> 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 talks about that. No, she got in a fight in 2008 with uh, America's Next Top Model contestant. Wow! Did you win? Uh, I, I don't the know. show. <laughs> She was 19. That's a tender age too, to get into a fight. Yeah, that's a rough age. Young, younger, or, younger or older is fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 19, though. 19 the wrong age for that. Yeah. Still got your baby hair. <laughs> the one. Your teeth. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't really have. I've been kind of busy this week. But there's two two little things that I've 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 taken some joy in this week. If I can, let's hear just brief, mm-hmm. just briefly share these. Uh, the first one is I watched the show Death Note. Uh, there's not much to say about it. It's a pretty good show. It came on on Adult Swim in 2007, and I'm just now <laughs> watching it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you hold on. You can't be like, oh, brief thing. One of the most no, popular yeah. anime of its time. I mean, I'm not going to talk you about can't. it. It speaks for itself. It's like I've never seen it before. I'm watching it for the first time. Pretty exciting stuff. I'm, I'm gasping every episode. <laughs> so true. Yeah, no, you can't just be like, yeah, here's a tiny thing I've done. When I'm on the episode, here's a tiny I, thing I've done. Yeah. I started watching Death Note. You can't just be like, okay, next next uh, topic. Well, I want like more information six out or of seven you. In. It's it's about you know a kid who finds uh, Grim from Grim Adventures to Billy and Mandy <laughs> loses his journal, yeah. and uh, this kid this kid like Turner finds it, and uh, he he can write down names, and then if he writes the name down, someone dies, and then like the worst kid in the world to have found that finds it. <laughs> <laughs> like the definition of like hyper fixated hobbyist is this kid who's just like oh boy I get to kill everyone yeah. um, instead of just someone who might use it once or twice um, there is there is a funny like version of Death Note where someone's just like oh I'm a superhero now this is my, this is my power I'm gonna like show up at like live like robberies and mm-hmm. just write it down mm-hmm. and the person's gonna and I'm gonna say I did it with my mind and I'm gonna be like Superman Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Instead, this guy is like, "I'm God." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's good. It's there's lots of drama. There's lots of intrigue. There's a really weird uh, boy who stays inside and talks on a microphone. And I just I see myself a lot in L. There's uh, a podcaster in Death Note. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's, L's, L's a podcaster if nothing else. Uh, it's good. Check it out if you haven't watched it in the past 14 years. It's yeah. been out. Yeah, but by <laughs> the way, seen, let me. Let me just insert really quickly. I just started the show called Bleach. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I've, I've never seen that either, though. So maybe one day. You guys see Bleach in Yasha? Never seen Yasha. So 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 watch Death Note if you if you were also afraid of anime in middle school. Um, <laughs> were you afraid thing, of anime in middle school? I was. I didn't. I was afraid of it. It was different. It scared me. All the kids 
who liked it scared oh. me. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Man, there's I talked about this on the Naruto show. Like, there's no worse ambassador to the medium than people who were fans of it in 2006. Like, that's they needed a PR hey, person. A they needed a. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is everyone, everyone, I feel like most people can look back and be like, yeah. <laughs> it's like middle school yeah. anime club was a very certain vibe. Man, y'all had clubs for anime? I feel ripped <laughs> no, off. Appar- apparently we did. I don't know. <laughs> I went to one film club and that was too niche for me. Um, <laughs> uh, other thing real quick is uh, Jacko posing. It's a, uh, a fan art trend. I follow a lot of fan artists on Twitter. Uh, f- previous previous show and tell, Guilty Gear Strive, just out on a new DLC character whose downward crouch pose is, shall we say, impractical. <laughs> um, let me pull up a Not picture. Not if she was a cat. Not if she was a cat. Not if she was a cat. Um, <laughs> I sent this you've, to Tyler. You've come so far. No, I know what the pose is. I, I think you've come so incredibly far from being afraid of anime in middle school to ah! spending time on this podcast talking about this very um, lewd, lewd. So yeah, she's pose. she's got she's got kind of a wide horse stance, and then like her head on the ground, and that's kind of the way I'll describe it. Uh, it's like <laughs> it's, 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 a it's, it's a it's a straddle stance in karate. It's like um, an ostrich putting their head in the ground. Exactly, but what, just oh, what che- was cheeks old up. is new again, face down, ass up. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way you counter overheads. Um, <laughs> that's the way you draw your OCs now. So it's a, it's a very impractical, but like very stylized pose. But like just every every character you could ever. There's one, I, there's, I'm looking at one here of Peter Griffin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every character in the history of time has been drawn in this pose and they're all very funny because it's very funny to see your favorite <laughs> character. Here's one of Rowlet from Pokemon. <laughs> no! <laughs> Send that one to my phone. Uh, if you uh, don't mind texting me that one. I got you. I'll just post, post it in the chat right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. You can do with that what you will. Um, okay. <laughs> Tyler's like, it didn't have to go that far, but thanks. <laughs> I know what you mean. I have to post it publicly so everyone can see it. Um, Perfect. It's just great. I uh, I really like seeing people draw, you know, Solid Snake or, you know, Mordecai from, from regular show. In this. You mean Mordecai from the meme? From the Has meme, there yeah. been yeah. a Mordecai version of the Jacko pose that I'm not privy to? Oh, I guarantee you. Oh, man, I gotta um, find that. I'm mostly excited because, admittedly, Guilty Gear Strive is kind of a niche video game. And I feel like it's gotten a lot of uh, a lot of exposure through this. Admittedly, like this pose was also in the old game. Just no one played... You know, I guess people played Exerd. But, like, now that everyone's playing Strive, I like to see it. So, uh... <laughs> play Strive and watch Death Note. <laughs> Ringing endorsement on both of those topics. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a thumb up from Will. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Um, no. Okay. Now I really feel <laughs> no, like Will, Sean. Will's, Thank you. I want Will to name at least five or six more people he's seen drawn in that pose before you're. Allowed. Oh, I can Ooh. do it. Here, I'll, you keep going. I'll I'll pull up some good Jacko poses. Oh, jeez. Can I go while you're yeah. looking up looking up uh, horrors yes. on Twitter? Cool. Thank you. Please, let's move past <laughs> this. 
and then come back to it. Um, <laughs> today I'm bringing Moonlighter, which is a game from um, Digital Sun um, Games. It came out in 2018. It is now on everything. It's on iOS now, I just found out. Mm. Um, they've completely reworked it, so it is compatible on mobile. It's on PC, Mac, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, everywhere. And it is an action RPG. It's done in like a um, like a kind of pixelated style. Everything is beautiful, like the colors, the environments. It is all really pretty. Um, it is a roguelite, which is one of my favorite kind of games. Um, if you heard me talk on uh, Brandon's new Nintendo podcast, XL about Hades, yeah, this is kind of in the same vein, um, though instead of like a dating sim. Um, aspect there's like a business sim aspect and basically Ooh. you are um a little character named money. will hmm? it's like money money dating yeah money dating um you, <laughs> you play as will and he has inherited his grandfather's um merchant store which is called moonlighter and um basically the plot of the story is like there are these five gates that are right near the town um where Moonlighter and a couple other shops were built. And there's two types of people. There are heroes and there are merchants. And the heroes would go into the gates and come back with a whole bunch of loot. And then the merchants would sell it. And um, Will does not want to be a merchant. He wanted to be a hero. So he does, after some um, a couple of cutscenes, start to like adventure out into the gates. And you have to like go through the first gate, beat that boss, and then you unlock the second and the third. And... Um, it is a really fun, procedurally generated, like, dungeon crawler type thing. It is... I, it's just so much fun. I picked it up again because there's been a lot of talk about, like, roguelikes and roguelites in the um, IndieSource Discord lately. And I was like, yeah, I want to get back to that game. It is so much fun. I don't know how I'm not playing it right now. Like, talking <laughs> to you guys about I'm it. I'm so excited to hear about this game, and I'm excited that it's on Switch. It I've is got a, a fairly long flight coming up, and I think this is perfect for it. Oh, it absolutely will be. You like, and like, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming then you like roguelites and doing things multiple times over, and like oh, if I you die, Hades. you lose all your shit. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot like Hades, and also mm -hmm. a lot like Hades. Um, there are upgrades you can do to like your gear or your um your armor sets, and those are permanent upgrades. Oh, good. So. That's kind of fun. Um, so yeah, like during the daytime, you can choose to open your shop and sell everything you got from the night before, or you can just like go and dungeon crawl all day. Um, there's like a calendar system in the game to where townsfolk will come up and be like, hey, I want five of like this thing. And you can only get it in mm -hmm. like this one dungeon. So it's like, okay, I'll go get that. Like I need it in like a week. And they'll have a little calendar. It's like, okay, you have five days to get fertilized soil. Or whatever it is uh. from this um, this dungeon. Each dungeon has their own theme, their own like sets of mini bosses and regular bosses. That they are difficult, but super fun, super rewarding. Um, at least in my opinion. <laughs> and yeah, it's a it's a whole lot of fun. It's like I think twenty four ninety nine on Switch. Um, I don't remember Not if bad. that includes. <laughs> is it on sale? Mm -hmm. I said not bad. Oh, not that's bad. A, Sorry, a, I think it's not now. 
a bargain for your bargain for your wallet. It really <laughs> is. There's um, a DLC that came out called um, Between Dimensions or something like that last year, and that adds like a sixth dungeon that um, you can like get warped into, kind of throughout any of the Ooh. other dungeons, because there will be like classic dungeon crawler stuff, like holes in the floor you can fall through, and either you die, or like if there's something sparkling and shining, then it's like a secret room. And it'll either be like waves of bot like waves of enemies you have to beat, and then you can climb back up after you've defeated them, or it'll be the um sixth dungeon, the Wanderer dungeon. It is so much fun. Um not a lot of people really talk about it in our friend group I've noticed. But um that's why I've just never really brought it up either, but it's been on my Steam wish list for a while. This got like recommended to me but i'd never heard anyone else talk about it so i was kind of like mm-hmm. oh, i'll get to that it is at some point but excellent. i'm glad to know it's good i was hoping this would be yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> i didn't i didn't want to buy it and it'd be like just some like random like indie game that steam was like you can buy this and i was like no uh but <laughs> it is, yeah it is it rules it is um aside from hades it's probably my favorite roguelike. it's gorgeous too like it's really it is beautiful uh, it is hard to describe like really good to look at how pretty and like each um each themed dungeon has its own like obviously its own color schemes and stuff because you've got like a a tech dungeon and like a desert dungeon and they each have like their own um almost like lighting to the colors to make them have different atmospheres um different sets of enemies and stuff it's a lot it's a lot of fun you can expand your town there's like a little town board and you can buy like the shop front for like the banker to move in and then you can save your money there with him or like the blacksmith and you can upgrade his shop and then he'll let you bring stuff that you've brought back from the dungeons and upgrade your gear through that there's like a little um witch person and she does like potions and enchantments and stuff it's really fun um you can also buy upgrades to your shop and it'll either be like little accessory items that you can put around the store that like improve like how much gold you get from your sales or you can have like multiple chests or you can get a bigger bed and it like gives you a a buff when you go to the dungeon the next time it's really in-depth um super super fun incredibly hard to get bored of like i've never once um like played it and been like okay this is boring like every time i play it i'm like oh crap it's been five hours i should stop i guess (laughs) That's dangerous. Um, yeah, that's it's dangerous, dangerous, but very fun. Yeah. Cool. That's my show. Thank you for that. Please play it and let me know how you like it. Because yeah, I mean, the last show until you brought Die Dark, <laughs> one of my favorite mangas now. So have I'm you have so a, a lot to live up to here? I, uh, I have to live up to my own reputation now. This sucks, yeah. but I know you guys will like it. Um, hey. 500 yeah. still gets you the playoffs. Still gets you the, <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Even if you're... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. But before we move on to the last segment, just wanted to note, I am catching this anime called Saze-san. Um, check it out. Okay. No, you you had your show and tell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got two show and tells. How would you yeah. have a show and tell? Hey, how come his mom lets him have two show and tell? <laughs> Also, that That's that fine. was a joke. Sazae-san is the longest-running anime in Japan. It's oh, aired okay. every single night on Sunday, oh, or every really? single Sunday night. 
uh, since 1960-something. Oh, it's like the really like poorly drawn one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was, there was very highbrow humor. I didn't expect Yeah, that. it's Rick and Morty joke. It's, <laughs> it's the next book club. It's the next book club. It's yeah. anime club. Yeah. I think it's like a short episode. I could be wrong. I don't know. We can marathon them and find out. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of um, being afraid of anime, um, <laughs> I I wanted to do this last week because I feel like I've talked about this a good bit in the in this in this Discord, and it's usually met with like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. and and I wanted I wanted to talk about uh, the one hundred and one the radish profile on uh, on virtual YouTubers and what they are uh, and, yes. and what they do. Um, yes. And we have a fellow fan here, so why not do it tonight when Sean is who, Sean? Uh oh, Paul. Uh oh, Barry is, is <laughs> oh, yeah. I he's still that. mad about that. Is is not here? <laughs> Oops, all uh, Barry. Hopefully, hopefully he's away watching uh, watching some like Guru or something. But uh, I want to talk about virtual YouTubers and what they are and why you should watch them. Um, so. A virtual a VTuber is, is the abbreviate. A virtual YouTuber is basically it's a streamer, but while they're streaming, they have like an avatar up. And mm. I think the reason that I enjoy I, I I've never been big into streaming. Like I watch Radish every Sunday, of course. But <laughs> um, but you're big into Navi, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, I'm big into the avatar. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's like. I don't, I feel weird like watching someone like play a video game for like three hours. Like if it's like a let's play, maybe like it's one thing, but like just like a three hour grind of someone kind of like talking. I I don't. It's a parasocial thing. I don't really like. Um, mm, that's not fair. really for me. And yeah, it's I, I don't begrudge people for for doing that. I totally understand. Um, but like when there's that layer of fiction in between. Like it feels less like you're watching someone and more like you're watching a show. Like I'm watching a character. I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not watching a person, even though I technically am. I'm watching someone. It's very much the same with like wrestling versus like UFC. It's like yeah, I could watch a real fight, or I could watch this thing where like I know it's it's made up to be basically a TV drama. And I think it's that layer of fiction that I think really appeals to people. Um, and it, it appeals to a lot of people because they've kind of, especially amidst the uh, everyone being home, have kind of exploded on, on Twitch and YouTube. YouTube is primarily where they are. Uh, that's where the t- name comes from. The first one was Kizuna Ai, who was a, uh, first appeared in 2016. Uh, she was kind of like a kind of like a Hatsune Miku character, um, you know, virtual kind of idol. And uh, kind of pioneered the way and set everything else up for, hey, you can just go on YouTube and map your face to a character and not have to like pre-record stuff, not have to animate, just talk. And very much the same way that like uh, the laugh floor at Disney World or like <laughs> Turtle Turtle Talk with Crush um, is, is that way. Um, and so like there's there's been some like since since she's kind of debuted uh kind of an explosion in the industry where there's like entire agencies now of of like hollow lives the big one that like signs you know multiple vtubers who kind of pull them up either from independent or streamers or whatever and like gives them the backing and the platform to have this massive very much like an idol group in japan would um 
and it's I don't know it's just like fascinating there's lore behind them all uh, Hollow Life especially has like these these uh sort of like themes with each group they put out like this the, this current thing they just put out is all like uh like eldritch gods and it's so very like existential it's very yeah it's very <laughs> like weird there's like a god of like chaos and space and nature and, and time time yeah t- and uh civilization is one of them yeah and like some of them are all like mythical creatures and stuff but like i don't know there's like a fun bit of lore because like especially because like they give you the character to kind of play as. It's kind of like you su- hits your strong suits, but you can also kind of make stuff up on the fly. Like Amelia Watson is a is, she's Sherlock Holmes basically. That's what <laughs> she's, she's, she's Sherlock Holmes has like written a whole backstory of like time traveling and like it gets like really convoluted, but it's really fun to watch. Um, now, what can you add? I know that I've kind of exhausted my uh, my pitch as to why this is as good. I, I don't even know what all I could add just aside from saying, yeah, seconded. It is so much fun to... I don't know, I really like watching other people play video games. There's something very like, oh, you were a young cousin watching your older cousins play a video game and never being allowed to like participate. I don't know if that's where that comes from, where I'm like, yeah, I'll watch you play. You could have a paint... Like, man, that's... That's what you know. I was gonna say a painting simulator, but like, yeah, I'll watch you play anything. You're gonna stream it. I'll watch it. I'll watch you play crosspick. But it's so much <laughs> fun. To, <laughs> it's so much fun to have like, um, like themed characters with like their own like. I don't know. It goes even further into like detaching you, and it does feel like you're watching like a show or like an anime character is effectively what they are. Um, just kind of going about and like messing around in Minecraft or like we're gonna play this horror game and I'm gonna scream for 45 seconds like every minute and a half and I'm like yes this is exactly what I want to watch all night long and so much fun the, the streams are also pretty cre- like I've seen like a good number of VTubers do a stream where like they're hooked up to like a heart monitor playing a yeah. game uh, Amelia Watson did one where she had two models and she basically ventriloquist dummied and swapped her face mapping between the two so they could have a conversation. And it was like, this is like pretty, like anyone can download the software, go on and play Minecraft, but like you can do some pretty cool, creative stuff with it. Very creative or, stuff. Um, friend of the show. Momo is friend a of the show? friend of the show. Momo is a YouTube V streamer. And she has also done like the heart rate monitor for some of like the, the scarier games that she's played. Um, I think she That's primarily cool. did that for like Doki Doki Literature Club. Had the little heart monitor up Great. going, and <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's like, like I said, I I would watch just maybe not esports. That's not really my thing, but like any other video game stream, I'd be down for. But something's even more appealing to just like see someone's little avatar that's got like all this like crazy, all these crazy accessories and stuff. Um, and yeah, they, I don't know. It's, they all got like new cost. All the Hollow Life characters got new costumes last year, and it was like a week long event where they had like a stream every night. Yeah. And that character like unveiled their new outfit, and it was like it was trending on Twitter. It was fun to for days. You know, yeah. Yeah, it was trending for a while, and like we were texting each other like, <laughs> "Oh, this person, this person's new outfit just dropped." Yeah, we'll uh, be like, "So is so live right now doing their new outfit reveal." We're like, "Oh my god, I gotta get home. I gotta go get on YouTube." <laughs> 
there's also like a pretty wide they're not all just like you know ooh, ooh cute characters like some of them are just yeah. sh- straight up degenerate gremlins and that's really fun to watch juxtaposed yeah. against the kind of ooh, ooh cute character <laughs> models that a lot of them have yeah um, it, it's very like um that like almost dissonance between like oh this character's like super small like their model is like half the height of the other models in this generation and mm-hmm. <laughs> then you like you hear them talk for a minute and a half two minutes and you're like oh my gosh this this person this vtuber is like the work of the devil this has yeah. they have satan inside <laughs> of them like this is just a terrible creature inside of this very cute little vtuber model with like animal ears like it's so <laughs> visually there's, there's appealing a, it's, it's there's great. a there's a word in wrestling uh, called kayfabe and kayfabe is basically this kind of unspoken contract that like everyone knows it's fake like you all know that this isn't real but you all kind of agree to pretend like it is so it's like oh you're not gonna talk about you're not gonna you know call a wrestler by his government name or something like that or like Yell! This or is Red fake. Foo or Sky Blue. Or Red Foo or Sky Blue. Yeah. That's you're not gonna you're not gonna names. fight them in an airplane and break their back <laughs> and make it so that they have a huge family schism. You're not gonna do that. <laughs> you kind of president. The the term is like protecting or maintaining kayfabe of like oh like this person's gonna do a wrestling move on me, like if it if they do it to like an audience member like they're not gonna like you know they're not gonna punch you but you should still play along and act like they are. You should, you should react like they're mm-hmm. actually hurting each other because that's, that's the show, right? You're not going to mm-hmm. stand there and be like, they're not actually hurting each other. You're going to, you're going to play along. Yeah. And there is very much that same sentiment here where like, it's very taboo to like find out who the person is. And like, even if it's like a famous person, you, yeah. you still like, they don't talk about like, you don't mention like their real name in the chat. Like, cause like a lot of them are like famous people. Or like famous, but like well known, yeah. well known creators and stuff like that who who like have previous work online, and that's how they they got work. Um, but like, it's very like taboo to be like, oh yeah, how about this? Like, you know, can I tag you? Like, it's there's an unspoken yeah. like don't don't, talk. and it's it's very fun to like pretend like this, you know, shark person is an actual shark person from Atlantis and yeah. is playing, you know. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 2 for, for the first <laughs> at, time. At like 3 in the morning. <laughs> it's also really fun to watch them kind of like dance around that because they'll be like my mom back home in Atlantis this, this, or yeah. something like that because they, they obviously they can't be like oh yeah back in you know Minnesota. Utah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It, 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 if I had to recommend some I mean a lot of them are, are foreign but like there's pretty dedicated fan subbers to mm. taking the highlights and, and subbing them. And I would recommend uh, uh, Corone, K-O-R-O-N-E. She is the absolute queen of it. Uh, she is very yes. clearly... She, I don't know. Her, her, her jokes and perspective are kind of a lot different than most most people's, and they're very goofy and silly. Um, yeah, like I said, Amelia Watson, probably the most creative creator out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaugura, I think, has the most subscribers of any of them right now. Uh, I think and if you so. just go to like Hollow Live En, that's going to be like all your Eng- English speaking ones. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, there's there's a, a wide enough range and like a wide enough genre that I think you're going to find one who you like. And like, I don't know, it's just fun to follow one and be like, oh, tonight they're playing, 
you know they're playing mine they're, they're, they're doing a uh, mario kart with like and like fans can go on and play mm-hmm. like they, they got they have a room open in mario kart you can go and you can be on the stream and like i, I, I really i'm not i'm not just pitching streaming into why why uh watching a cartoon character play a video game was a lot more fun than watching some guy <laughs> uh, yeah i like they play they play so many types of games like there's it's unending if you search Hollow Live, Ian, or just Hollow Live on like YouTube, or just VTuber yep. on YouTube, I mean, there's so many like even small like community um, VTubers and V streamers out there. There's bound to be one that you will like super vibe with and be like, hell yeah, I want I want this parasocial relationship with this anime avatar <laughs> with the grimace playing uh, <laughs> Warzone. Can we work on that VTuber? Hang on. <laughs> there's a there's a Chuck E. Cheese one. Chuck E. Cheese. Is a oh, Chuck that's e. Cheese right. V- yeah, we've talked about te- this. Yeah, yeah. Technically, Chuck E. Cheese is a VTuber. It's a guy doing a puppet while one guy plays the games. We right. can get a little bit liberal with the definition, but like he is Fair, a performer okay. with an avatar streaming. So uh. Fair. Yeah, and then like they- also like they all have their kind of their own genre. Like they play everything, but like mm-hmm. if you watch Girl, you're gonna watch a rhythm game. Once a week, probably you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch Tycho yeah. or or Project Diva or something like that. Or if you watch Watson, you're gonna watch you know Valorant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, check them check them out. Um, and if you have any questions, let me know. Hit my DMs. I will send you some uh, <laughs> some the recommendations. Compendium. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I got I got hot links for days. <laughs> most people, most people like um will have like a. a an encyclopedia or a dictionary. You could even have a bestiary. Will just has a huge tome of VTubers. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what are, what are your top three interests? Okay, give me here you go. this like, one right flip here. Through it, like, like I work at like Diagon Alley. <laughs> <laughs> and you cross it out of the book so no one else can have that favorite VTuber. It's cutthroat. Tyler, Prepare as the normie yourself. here, do you have any questions or concerns about virtual YouTube? Concerns you can a pose number first. Of, a number of concerns. Um, <laughs> oh, we can't address it in any of these. Yeah, uh oh, being the big one. Um, <laughs> Yikes! No, this. The, no, the, the, I, like I said, I, I've seen you post clips of uh, Corona uh, to uh, to the uh, the group chat, and it's hilarious. It's always hilarious. Um, I've never. I'm probably gonna check it out now. Uh, I've never I gone don't... to check out our live stream or anything like that. I wouldn't watch the live streams because they are in Japanese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. if you, you look can... up like highlights for all the streams, there is like a ten minute highlight video you yeah. can watch. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and like sometimes they do like collaborations with each other, like you, like in the same generation, or it looks like a cross generation too. Like for the Hollow Lives, they'll be streaming together. Much, much the same way that we do, like ham radio and radish. Yeah. Like, oh, Hollow Live. Like this week, there was Hollow Live Indonesia and Hollow Live English, doing a <laughs> Mario Kart. It was chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart always is one. One of them, uh, Takanashi Kiara, made a lasagna on stream this week. Okay, like, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. But okay, I still yeah, that's not that stream yet. But oh my gosh. That's probably the most like creative one I've seen, where she had her her VTuber avatar, and then she had dressed up from the <laughs> from the elbows down as the avatar, 
Like as like the same so the uh, shirt match. So she Swedish chefed it. She she, she Swedish yeah. chefed it. She had human hands <laughs> and an anime torso and she made a lasagna on stream. That sounds delicious. Pushing the and boundaries it looked, it looked of what good. VTubers are. I saw pictures. Jewish it did look people. good. It looked like there was like a running joke in her streams that she's burned like four lasagna, like instant <laughs> lasagnas. And so she was like, "All right, we're gonna do a stream where I make a real one." And so that was just to prove that I can. I'm yeah, a functioning adult. If, if you're like a member or subscriber, you can like vote on you know what they do that week. So you'd be like, "How oh, you gotta make lasagna?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check up, check them out. It's fun. We should Probably have a VTuber channel. Hmm? Maybe. Maybe. Well, at the very least, a thread. At the very <laughs> least. But we cannot let that one expire. No, keep it up in the air like a balloon to hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like snap streaks. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Every day. Exactly. R.I.P. <laughs> um, I think that's about all the time we got this week, though. Aww. I know. Man. But we will see you all. If you're listening to this when this episode comes out, we'll see you all last night at Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah, we planned this poorly. Uh, not not that our us saying, "Hey, we're going to be at Dragon Con," was going to convince anyone to go. Yeah, I was going to buy a ticket. It might. Now, well, too late now. Everyone um, who we knew is going to Dragon Con was already going to Dragon Con. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess just just to say that we did it. Uh, we're doing Dragon Con this year. Everybody's vaccinated. Everybody's got the, uh, or at least has the the negative test within a few uh, a few days. Uh, unfortunately, Paul will not be able to make it, but we do have uh, friend of show Evan as well as friend of show Scotty joining us for a classic radish, uh, just the good stuff of Dragon Con. Uh, from what I understand, there's going to be a live stream. Hope you caught it. Um, otherwise, there'll be, a, think, there'll be a recording too. Yeah, we'll grab the recording, oh. and that'll be our official episode. Uh, is, is us at Dragon Con. I promise that I will not drink as much tequila before this time. That, that's so. what made it fun. That, okay, a little tequila. Maybe a Cadillac margarita. Um, drink an, drink, a, drink an equal amount of something else. Uh, like a new liquor. Scotch. To get. Tequila and rum, yeah. Perfect combination of match meat in heaven. That's my drink of choice. Uh, other than that, uh, I guess we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming uh, the week after. So after Labor Day week, we'll be back um, doing streams and all the stuff that uh, I know you've you've all missed so much. Yeah, playing. Uh, I have playing Pokemon Sword, doing <laughs> Ring Fit. Yeah, probably not Ring Fit. <laughs> they're, they're they're fun streams. Let me know if you play Splatoon again. I'd hop on. Oh, we got a Minecraft server now. So. Oh yeah, we got a Minecraft yeah. server. Um, Stream that. They, okay. When, when you got Not your now. cosplay, when you got your cosplay delivered, uh, we for, you forgot to plug yourself. So go ahead and plug yourself. I didn't forget. I was going to do it now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been Will. You can find me at uh, Will from online on Twitter and nowhere else. Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Uh, check out uh, in, at IndieSaurusNet, uh, IndieSaurus Network. Sorry, uh, on Twitter that is our. Um, did I get it right the first time? It no, was net. First, it's net. It was net. Okay. See, I always second guess myself. At IndieSaurusNet, I mean, searching IndieSaurus Network will pull up IndieSaurusNet. Yeah. So yeah. Regardless, follow the damn account. Um, and <laughs> or and else. check us out IndieSaurus.com/discord to join our fantastic Discord. 
yeah, we have a lot of fun. Um, I've been Mal. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Otebeck Voice. Um, you can find my Hamtaro podcast, Ham Radio, at Ham Radio the Pod on Twitter. Um, please follow Indusaurusnet. I now have the keys to the <laughs> kingdom there, and I'm going to be posting a whole bunch of stuff for you guys, hopefully soon. Yes. So I'm excited about that. Um, that's what I got. Sweet. Uh, finish us off with Tyler's question. Hit it. Please. Okay, so we got uh, uh, Kraft Mac and Cheese has made an ice cream flavor. Sold out immediately. So they brought it back. It sold out immediately again. People love this Kraft Mac and Cheese flavored ice cream. One, would you try it? Two, what ice cream flavor, regardless of if it sounds good to anybody else other than you, would you bring to the market? I'd try it. Okay. I'd try it. I'll try anything. <laughs> Fair. I Mountain Dew Code Red ice cream. Oh. Would it be would it be ice cream or would it be a sorbet? Ooh. I, that's a good question. I don't want to get too technical. Okay. <laughs> but it would be a frozen treat. It tastes like Mountain Dew Code Red. And you could put that's it great. in Mountain Dew Code Red and make a code red float. Ooh. A code code red. Okay. A code code um. red. <laughs> um Yes, I would. I would try the mac and cheese ice cream, and I really appreciate you not assuming, like just assuming I haven't yet had the mac and cheese oh, ice sorry. cream. No, I haven't. <laughs> I would love to. It sounds bad. I keep buying the, all of it. That's why it's sold out. <laughs> it sounds bad in the best possible way. Um, as far as hmm, hmm, if I was gonna go like savory. I would probably do like a calzone flavored. Ooh, little Caesars. Ice cream. Careful. Yeah, Careful. like if I could blend... No, no mushrooms in this ice cream. If I could blend... <laughs> <laughs> little Caesar shuriken, add extra mushroom on top, like chocolate chips. Oh, and freeze it. Oh, for sure. I'm gagging. Mushroom. Right, that's, I don't one, I don't think I'd try the ice cream. Even though it feels like... I mean, cheese is dairy, ice cream is dairy. It would make sense. I just don't it's think I could do it without vomiting. Um, okay. Fair. My flavor would be Lion King Bugs flavored ice cream. Ooh, those look so good. Right? They do look I good. don't know how it tastes. I don't know if they go <laughs> like real bugs. bugs. They would taste like bugs. Candy bugs. <laughs> but it would look good. Now, you'd have like a whole bunch of those really big caterpillars that turn into moths that live for like 12 hours. You'd have those. Um, yeah. I always imagined those bugs in the Lion King tasted like gushers. Yeah, like when I was a child, like that's what I thought yeah. they would taste like. But also, have you never eaten like cold macaroni and cheese? That's what I'm imagining the ice cream would be like. Just like um, easier to eat cold mac and cheese. You, you went right from bugs to have you guys ever eaten, and I thought you were about to say a big juicy ass bug. <laughs> like no, <laughs> that goodbye. was my lunch. Uh, Florida thing. <laughs> it's a Florida thing. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, good night, everyone. If you're listening to this at night, if you're listening to this in the morning, Sorry. have a good lunch. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.